This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors remained perfect on the season by defeating the Dallas Mavericks by a score of 116 to 107 on Friday night at the Air Canada Center. Um, honestly, the Mavericks gave a grittier performance than you would expect because, um, you know, they had just come off uh, blowing a 26-point advantage to the Atlanta Hawks uh, and kind of getting punked by Trey Young. Um, so a little bit of pride kicked in. You know, the Mavericks had called an optional, you know, practice. A lot of players showed up. Clearly, there's a lot of pride in this team. They want to do better. Um, and so they came out with a pretty strong effort. And I thought that, you know, if it wasn't for Harrison Barnes, who finally came off injury and was very rusty, 5 of 17, um, not very good. Uh, or the fact that they had to play Jason uh, Jalen Brunson um, because Dennis Smith Jr. was out with an injury. Um, the Mavericks might have actually beat the Raptors. I mean, even with the roster the way it was, like the Mavericks had multiple chances at the end of the third quarter to just make a single layup or make a single free throw to... Um, you know, draw even with the Raptors, who had pretty much led from this first quarter onward. Like the Raptors, um, got out to an eighteen to two lead to start the game and led thirty nine to twenty six after the first quarter. But the Mavericks just kept coming on stronger and stronger. And I thought their defense um, got a lot better as the game went on. Um, and yeah, I mean, they made it a little bit tough on the Raptors, but uh, the Raptors were able to you know pull through. I think the Raptors have shown great poise in um, because four of these games have. Um, been somewhat close, uh, or at least not so close, but like there were important moments where you really had to come through and execute. And um, the Raptors have done that. Uh, you know, like uh, the Cavs, uh, the Cavs game for the first game of the season that they did a good job of closing that game out. Same thing with the Celtics game. Um, obviously, that one is really tight with the Raptors going on a 10 0 run uh, late in the fourth quarter there. And uh, the Wizards game, very hotly contested. A little bit lucky to escape with that win. Uh, and then the Timberwolves game as well. I mean, you know, the Hornets game was a blowout, but whatever. But, like, the Timberwolves game, like, you know, they had to make – Kawhi had to come through with some clutch baskets. And today, the guy who came through with the clutch baskets was not necessarily Kawhi Leonard, was not necessarily Kyle Lowry. Yeah, it was a little bit of JV, but not even really him. It was Lorenzo Brown, yes, Raptors Public's very own, so Hall Abdi. No, I'm kidding. But, like, Lorenzo Brown really – uh Really delivered, man, because, you know, the reason he had to play was because the Raptors were short OG Ananobi, who had uh, a, sort of a personal issue to deal with. Um, you know, no Fred Van Vliet for the toe thing, and then DeLon Wright remains out with that adductor that's limited him to just five minutes so far this season. And so they needed to go to Lorenzo Brown. And, you know, for a while, it was pretty, pretty hard to watch um, because Lorenzo Brown was briefly out there with uh, Serge Ibaka, Norman Powell, uh, Malachi Richardson and Pascal Siakam in a lineup that just was flat out dominated by the Mavericks for the most part, but uh, they were 
you know, they they came through. They came through, and Lorenzo Brown was the one that really came through because the rest of those bench guys were whatever. But man, Lorenzo, <laughs> start of the fourth quarter there, he drills in wide open three. Uh, you know, pretty important to to have that and kind of give the Raptors some breathing room. Um, but then he comes through with a nice pick six against JJ Brea. Um, Brea is very tricky and very crafty, but uh, he's like a foot shorter than Lorenzo Brown, so. Um, Lorenzo able to use his length, um, pressuring him up, up the court and, uh, got to the basket and he, he, you know, he scored it, uh, scored another layup where Kyle Lowry found him with a gorgeous hit ahead pass. I mean, I, I don't know how Kyle found him, but Lorenzo kind of briefly had his man sealed and Kyle was like in the backcourt while this is all this happening. So, um, really impressive, uh, that Lorenzo was able to catch it and finish, uh, on a nice little reverse finish over, I think Jalen Brunson. Um, but also a really nice pass from Kyle Lowry. And I'll talk about Kyle Lowry in a second, but I really want to give Lorenzo Brown his, his shine up top. And then, you know, right after that, Lorenzo Brown pressures Brunson up the court, same play, same spot as, uh, JJ Brea. He picks Brunson and goes to a basket for a layup. And that basically extends the Raptors lead to about 10 points at that time. And that's pretty much where the Raptors kept it. Uh, into, uh, you know, this 116 to 107 victory. I mean, so good job on Lorenzo Brown. It really shows Raptors depth um, that he was able to do that. And I I think Lorenzo's in a tough spot because his game for the Raptors is so much different than his game normally is for like a 905. Like I, I don't want to front like I've watched a lot of 905 games, but in a few that I've seen, like he's mostly a lead ball handler. He's actually, you know, for that level, at least like very skilled, you know, he was like the G league MVP and stuff like that. Like he he was really good. Um, you know, kind of imagine a James Harden type without the flopping, but, um, yeah, when he comes up to this level, you know, he has to really focus on his defense, really focus on making those hustle plays. And then I think he's in an awkward spot because he has to like still run the offense and he still has to make sure that, you know, if, uh, Ibaka's holding his hand up, but he's in a bad spot, like in the high post, like, you know, to deny that and, and run the offense. And I think that's where Lorenzo's not doing a good job so far is that like, he's too, passive like he's always trying to cater to everyone else but you got to keep the offense running like that's one thing that Fred Van Vliet used to do really well when he was like the third string point guard in like 2017 like even when he came into the game he was he still had like the the courage and you know the uh the conviction to be like yo uh, this is what is good for the offense I know you guys are calling you put your hands up and everything like that but I I need to run the offense right now and I thought he did a good job of that and but yeah today Lorenzo Brown came through with the hustle plays came up clutch so good on him um but yeah in terms of the main guys in the Raptors man Kyle Lowry phenomenal just dominant in the first quarter five assists uh he's leading the NBA with um in assists at tenner per game coming into this game he had 12 tonight so it's only going to go up uh and he's just been so efficient with his passes um only two no, sorry zero turnovers tonight with 12 assists like you gotta let you gotta give it up to kyle tonight and then um you know he came out incredibly on fire with with the jumper he hit a 35 foot bomb like steph curry one step in from the logo bomb like pull up off the high screen bomb like kyle larry man he's He's been incredible to start the year, and uh, tonight was no different. Um, you know, I, I thought that, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's just it's just really nice to see this from Kyle. Like, I, realistically, I know it's not going to last forever, and I know it's, he's going to have his, you know, off games eventually this season, but just the fact that his playmaking is so good, like his patience in the uh, running a fast break where – you know, he's always trying to push up the court, but then if no one's immediately presenting themselves, he's doing a great job of just like, um, 
like keeping the dribble alive and then waiting for the secondary to break to happen, waiting for the trailer to come through. And today he fed JV with a couple of nice passes like that. He fed Ibaka coming up with a couple of nice passes like that. Just Lowry has full control over this team right now, and it's it's beautiful to watch. I mean, him finding Danny Green for threes, him feeding Kawhi Leonard in the post. I mean, he, he's done a great job overall, uh, and you got to give it up to Kyle for sure. Um, a couple other guys that stood out. I mean, obviously Kawhi Leonard, 21 points, 7 of 16 shooting, 1 of 3 from 3, 6 of 6 on the free throw line, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, a block. You know, just a regular night of the office for Kawhi. Uh, you know, he wasn't necessarily as aggressive as uh, he, he was in the Timberwolves game, uh, but I don't think he needed to be as well in this game. It was funny watching Wes Matthews kind of go at him for a while. Like, Wes Matthews is kind of a feisty guy. You know, he's fresh off beefing with Trey Young. That's cool, beefing with a 19-year-old. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, you try to get Kawhi under Kawhi's skin a little bit and Kawhi just kind of wasn't having it, just kind of calmly dissecting him and popping some jumpers over him. Like, you know, like, who are you, Wes Matthews? Like, yeah, the Raptors almost signed you back when you tore your Achilles, but it's a good thing you didn't because, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Wes Matthews is a guy that shoots the ball too much. And I thought even today he had a good game, like 21 points of 15 shots. Like, he really wriggled free a lot of times and you know he was pretty hot uh with some of the jumpers but yeah Kawhi, i mean come on Kawhi was just it just you kind of yeah, it wasn't really much of a contest to be honest and i, I think Kawhi felt the same way too he wasn't really letting it bother him one thing i liked about Kawhi was um one play i think in the third quarter there at the third or second quarter where Kawhi drives baseline and um you know he gets tripped up by Luka Doncic and somehow the referee in the baseline doesn't see it and, uh, you know, just lets the play go on. And the Raptors, uh, or the Mavericks go the other way, and it's like three-on-two fast break because Kawhi's under the basket, and he fell, oh, he got tripped, right? And so they popped the three. And instead of complaining, like, you know, other players might, like a lot of other stars would complain in that situation. Like, Nick Nurse was the one that was, you know, taking uh, up the cause with the referee, but Kawhi immediately on the other end uh, <laughs> receives the pass and pops the three from the on the wing, and then the next play down, um, you know, the Mavericks are going the other way and uh, Doncic is trying to operate, uh, going, trying to go baseline and Kawhi just like pressures him up, like bodies him and then, you know, Doncic ends up dribbling the ball off his foot out of bounds. Like, I thought that was just an awesome response from a superstar um, in response to a no call. And I, I think Kawhi, honestly, could get a couple more calls. I mean, he, he's very physical. He's going to the basket a lot, but uh, um, yeah, good on Kawhi today for sure. I'm using good on a lot today. I don't know what it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, a couple other notes, JV real solid. He got the start. He's always been a good matchup against Deandre, even dating back to the days of the Clippers. Like JV's always had a lot of good games against Deandre. It's just, he's, um, his bulk doesn't allow Deandre to really explode. And like Deandre's not really a guy that's exploding off the ground nowadays. Anyway, it was surprising that Deandre hit so many free throws. It was eight of nine, but, um, I thought JV did a great job defensively against him. And then JV offensively seven to 16. It's a bit dis- uh, deceiving because, he missed some bunnies that uh, Pascal was able to set him up with. And, um, you know, I think JV did a little bit of that Moses Malone thing and got a couple of offensive rebounds that way. But, yeah, I mean, JV was very efficient uh, around the rim. Uh, don't let the 7-16 to 16 thing fool you. Like, a couple of them were just him getting his own misses. And, um, yeah, he's solid. And he got to close the game because, you know, he deserved to. And that's what the matchup called for. And I think... It was good on Nick Nurse because I think he was probably a little bit tempted to keep Ibaka in the game because Ibaka was doing well defensively. Um, but uh, DeAndre Jordan came in at the end of the game. He went back to JV uh, and, and took Ibaka out. And I think that's that's where you got to keep it, right? Like, if you're going to keep this platoon thing, 
um, you have to keep it honest and sort of consistent. And um, so good on Nick Nurse for doing that. Good on me for saying good on so many times. Um, I'm not really Australian. But um, JV was good. Ibaka was good off the bench. Uh, defensively, especially, I thought he was, you know, in the right places a lot. But just, man, Ibaka, bro, just... You're gonna get more touches, man. You don't have to like look to score every single time you're on the floor. Like I, I think in his mind, like Ibaka thinks, you know, oh, I've worked on this part of the floor. Like I, I know where I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do here. But like, man, just pass it out sometimes, man. Like if you're getting the ball along the baseline and you're like posting up and stuff, like you know, you're not Lamarcus, you're not Dirk Nowitzki, like you're Serge. Like you, 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 it's good for you to just have someone, you know, set the play up for you. Like Serge can get his own baskets a, a couple of times, but. Unless you're hot, like, just, you got to dial down the aggression offensively just a little bit. And, like, I know Nick Nurse is probably going to talk to him and, you know, Nick's probably thinking, like, man, Ibaka's doing so many good things defensively that I don't really want to discourage him. But at the same time, man, you can't really have him going 5 of 13 uh, with five turnovers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to use fewer possessions. No offense, but, Serge, you shouldn't have the ball that much. Like, you just pass it out once in a while after you get the offensive rebound. I think he's done a good job getting the boards tonight. Another two offensive rebounds, eight rebounds overall. Um, the Raptors out-rebounded the Mavericks 50-44. to 44. Um, And I thought Ibaka even did a couple uh, a couple possessions where he was boxing out DeAndre, and I was like, mm, that's nice. You can actually box out. But, um, yeah, just, just pass the ball out once in a while. Um, and then other minor notes, CJ Miles kind of came alive in the first quarter there, or the first half at least, uh, for 10 points. Uh, hit two corner threes, one on each corner. Um, you know, jumped his passing lane for a steal and uh, went in for a dunk. And then also cut back door. And uh, I think it was Larry that found him with a great pass. But, you know, didn't really do much after that. Like, uh, he finished with 10 points on 11 minutes. But, uh, um, you know. I want him to play better. I do. I do. I don't think this necessarily changes too much. It just ended up hitting a shot tonight. But it's at least good to see that the shots fell. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Norm, it's a bit of a lost cause there. I think defensively was actually okay. But just, man, like, 19 minutes, like, one shot, like, no assists. Like, you, you got to create more, right? Like, there's no Fred. There's no DeLon coming off the bench. There's no OG to pass to. Like, you got to create a little bit more and... um yeah, I mean, clearly, based on that stat line, he wasn't really creating much. He he left a lot of the playmakers to Lorenzo Brown, and, you know, that's that's not ideal. So, um, but, you know, whatever. The Raptors got the win. They were 6-0 and now. They did so despite missing three rotation players. Um, you know, the, the bench was already a point of weakness, but, uh, you know, they had even more uh, struggles tonight, I thought, just as a group. Although, good on Nick Nurse for... Um, you know, <laughs> splitting up uh, Leonard and Larry's minutes a little bit and uh, extending those two guys to overlap and sort of help carry the bench a little bit. But uh, even in those two minutes, man, towards the end of the third quarter where it was just the bench out there, ugh, it looked ugly. But uh, the Raptors got the win. They're 6-0. and And, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to the next game when they play the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks uh, smacked the Timberwolves by a score of 125-95. to uh, I wouldn't read fully into that because, you know, the uh, Timberwolves didn't have Jimmy Butler, who was quote-unquote ill after spending the night in Toronto. You know, I could see how that could happen. Or no, they did have Butler. Wow, Butler was just terrible, huh? Mm. Oh, they didn't have Wiggins. Well, still, Butler was 2 of 11, so... The Bucks team, this Bucks team is scary, man. I, I, I mean, you know, they're also undefeated on the year. 
Um, I think they have the best point differential in the league. And uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup, man. I'm really interested to see if uh, Kawhi or Danny Green or uh, Pascal Siagman could do a good enough job one-on-one defensive against Giannis because if they can't, it's very difficult, very difficult to beat the Bucks because they have a lot of shooters. Tonight they hit 19 three-pointers on 46 attempts. So, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. Test of the, the East's best teams, at least so far. In terms of your three stars, uh, Kyle Lowry obviously gets the first star. He was phenomenal. Um, I don't think there's any debate about that one. Uh, I think Kawhi Leonard gets the second star by virtue of being the second best player in this game. Um, you know, eh, wasn't his best game, but didn't have to be. 21 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, a block. Can't argue with that. And then third star, you got to give it up for Lorenzo Brown. You got to give up for Lorenzo Brown. And then in terms of your Gerald Henderson Award, that's got to go to Maxi Kleba, the defensive stopper uh, on the Dallas Mavericks. You know, he only had eight points and eight rebounds, but, man, two assists, sorry, two steals and four blocks. Incredible. Incredible defense from Maxi Kleba. But, uh, you know. It is what it is. That's this is this is a classic Gerald Henderson Award winner. To be honest, just a random dude off the bench that uh, you know explodes for a very good night. I mean, he looked like the German Andre Karolenko out there. He was really that good. But uh, the Raptors were able to overcome Maxi Kleber to remain undefeated on the season. Anyway, that does for the podcast. Thank you to everyone for listening. As always, you can read my ten things. It's going to be up on Twitter. It's going to be my pinned tweet after every game. Um, you can read it actually on the score app, although there's other places you can read it too, uh, on medium as well, but, uh, wherever you check it out, thank you for reading it. And also another reminder to, uh, support the Raptor Raptors Republic Patreon page. You know, I've, I've seen a couple people tweet at me, telling me they, they support it with some pledges. It's great to see, man. It's great to see. It helps the site a lot. And, uh, you know, it, uh, not all, if you, you know, contribute, no matter how much money you contribute, you can get the ad free experience, which I think helps. And then it also just helps us, um, you know, provide a free content basically for everyone else. You know, like we're not trying to profit off this. We're just really just trying to cover the costs of the blog. So, um, you know, it helps the community. Like, I think we all appreciate the Raptors public community. I definitely do. I think it's produced a lot of good people, um, good writers, a lot of opportunities, you know, shout out Blake one time, you know, doing great things over there at the athletic, but, um, yeah, man, uh, please consider supporting the, the Patreon. Anyway, I'll be back uh, on Sunday to do the uh, Raptors weekly podcast, and then I'll be back on Monday to recap the Bucks game.